life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Keeping that fitness promise we made to ourselves is hard. In other words, right now, you are choosing to do a hard thing. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to keep that promise that you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging just under 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now. And would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes or so. 65 degrees here in South Carolina. Breezy, sometimes bordering on windy. We had some thunderstorms roar through last night that were about as intense as I've ever seen. There was a tornado watch. I don't think we got any tornadoes, but I walked out on the porch at one point and the rain was coming down really hard the wind was blowing really strong and I got to wondering how much worse is it when a tropical storm or hurricane hit because we've only been here for a little more than a year and that's one of the questions that I've asked folks that have lived here longer what do you do what do you do when 
when we've got a tropical storm or a hurricane, and just how bad is it? And the common theme seems to be if it's a tropical storm or even a Category 1 hurricane, that they stay. Uh, Category 2 depends on who you ask. Anything above a 2, I haven't talked to anybody who said, yep, yep, we're going to ride that one out. And I don't know, I think the worst storm that this area received in my lifetime was 1988. It was Hurricane Hugo, which was, it was either a Category 4 or 5. And it actually made landfall a couple of hours south of here in Charleston. And I've seen pictures, I mean, Charleston was just devastated, but even here in Myrtle Beach, uh, it, it took a pretty, pretty good hit. And a lot of, well, the community where, where Ava and I live wasn't even around when Hugo hit. So I don't know what kind of impact a storm like that would, would have. So I was approaching mile 17. This is my first and only marathon. And I was feeling pretty good. My strategy was to run a mile, walk a minute. Run a mile, walk a minute. And I came to mile 17, and it was time for me to walk for a minute. And in front of me was the biggest hill I've ever seen in my life. It was long. It was steep. It's entirely possible the fact that I had run 17 miles changed my filter of how I saw that hill. (laughs) And if I went back and looked at it today, (laughs) I would have a totally different impression of it. But in that moment, on that day, it was the biggest hill I've ever seen. And I noticed just about everybody who, who was running the marathon, they were walking up the hill. They made the decision to walk that hill. And based on the strategy that I was using that day, I should have walked that hill too. The problem was my ego kicked in. I was like, nope. <laughs> if everybody else is walking this hill... I'm going to run it. And I did. Ran up that hill every step of the way. I felt, I felt two things at the top. One was this huge sense of accomplishment. I mean, it almost felt like my fitness rock star moment was reaching the top of that hill. I also felt totally depleted. And the final nine miles of that marathon were pretty brutal because I used most of the gas in my tank running up that hill. How do you feel when you see a hill as you're doing your daily walk? Do you embrace it or do you turn and go the other way? I'm going to give you three reasons why, at least from time to time, you should embrace the hill and walk the hill. Don't don't run up the hill, (laughs) but why you should include some hills in your walking routine. Now, before I do, I should also mention I'm not a doctor. 
And anytime you add some strenuous activity to your fitness routine, you should check with your doctor first. You know, how many times have we, those of us who live in areas where snow is a possibility or maybe even a regularity, you know, people suffer heart attacks shoveling heavy, wet snow because it's strenuous. And if you don't have the fitness capacity for that type of activity, it can be dangerous. So check with your doctor before you add some strenuous activity to what you're doing. Three reasons why walking up hills are good for you. Number one is just that. It increases your heart rate. It adds a level of exertion that walking on flat ground just can't provide. So you do increase your fitness capacity. That hill in Maryland that Ava and I would walk up when we did the loop, uh, I mean, our, our heart rate, I even checked my Fitbit heart rate and you could see, you know, it, it was going north and certainly we felt it as we were walking up the hill and trying to talk and, you know, as we got more than halfway up, it was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to shut up until I get to the top of the hill and then we can resume. So hills do increase your fitness capacity. Number two, they work muscles that don't get worked if all you're doing is walking on flat ground. Just the other day, Ava said to me, you know, one of the things that I really miss are the hills. And so there, there was an impact in running and walking up those hills on her leg muscles and her butt muscles that she just isn't able to replicate here in South Carolina. And the same for me. I, I am pretty convinced that there are muscles that were regularly being worked out walking those hills in Maryland that have probably atrophied a bit here in South Carolina because all we have is flat ground. I mean, when you're this close to the ocean, Ain't no hills here, baby. And the third reason is you burn more calories. When you're walking up and down hills, you're burning more calories than just walking on flat ground. In fact, I saw one study that said it's about a 60% increase in calories burned when you're doing some hills as opposed to just walking on flat ground. One of the things I haven't mentioned all that often is the website Walking as Fitness, in addition to this daily podcast. I also write a weekly blog. And in addition to the blog, there's a section of the website, uh, the resource section, that includes some free walking resources, some things to help you up your walking game if you're so inclined. And one that I really love is called the 90-Day Win Tracker. And if you're in the process of building a fitness chain, this wind tracker will help you keep track of each link to that fitness chain and really can start to become powerfully motivating on those days when you don't feel like keeping your fitness promise. Now, if you're brand new to the podcast and you're wondering what is a fitness chain, or maybe you've been listening for a while and you're not clear on the concept, 
did a whole episode April 4th about the value of a fitness chain, the motivational value of a fitness chain, and I would encourage you to listen to that or re-listen to it. And then to download the 90-day win tracker, not wind tracker, which (laughs) I think I need here in South Carolina. Download the 90-day win tracker and start building your fitness chain and keeping track of it and see what kind of impact it has on those days where it's a little bit harder uh, to keep that fitness promise that you made to yourself. All right, time is up today. I am going to keep walking, and I hope if that's the promise you made to yourself, you will too. I will also be back again tomorrow because I walk every day, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow as well. Thanks for walking today, and I hope you have a great day.